With the way things are looking right now all over the world, we are more than likely heading towards a global economic recession of some kind. Either way, people are feeling the effects of the economy right now in America. And the interesting thing is that recessions and economic downturns create more millionaires than almost any other time. And my question for you is why shouldn't you become one of them? Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 51 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Honored to spend time with you. Going to turn my phone off because I'm going to get text bombed while I'm doing this. And uh, I'm going to be talking about recessions. I know we're not technically in one yet as of this taping in America, but it's a dire situation. So recessions, economic downturns, whatever you want to call them, I believe they create millionaires. And I want to talk about how you can become one. And if that sounds like, Graham, this is way off topic. I just need to pay my bills. Please, please pay attention to this. This is so, so important to you. You have to have such a long-term view, even though right now there are major short-term problems at your door. I understand that. But we can't give up the long-term for the short-term. We need to have both in view. And related to the short-term, I told you last week, I have an entire guide I've put together for you. If you need to make money right now, I have a four-week step-by-step checklist to go from no audience, no idea, no online business to making money online in four weeks. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart. It's a simple PDF. It really literally is bullet points. It is like, do this do this, do this on week one. And then week two, do this. I link to tools. I show you what to do. I explain how it works. We break down the math. Will this make you a millionaire in four weeks? No. Will this make you a six-figure business owner in four weeks? No. But this can make you money in four weeks. And if you need a little bit of extra money right now, this can help. Plus, this is the time, as we spoke about last week, to be building and starting your online business. You should have had an online business before this economic downturn, but we can't change the past. The shoulda, woulda, coulda. So if you don't have one, don't be hard on yourself. Just start one now. More people are online because they have nothing to do because they're out of work. Now is the place. All your people are there. They're waiting to find you. They're online looking at other people's stuff. Why shouldn't you be there? So I want you to have this guide so you start your online business, so you show up there and make money. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart to get my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're watching on YouTube, the link's below. Super easy. Just click on it. All right. Recessions create millionaires. This is so true and it's so fascinating. And man, I know this is a hard season and I know we're just trying to get through it. But if, if you're one of the truly hungry ones, you're going to have a long-term view and you're going to see that, man, this could be the best opportunity to position yourself to build long-term wealth, sustainability, economic prosperity. Whether you need that money or not, or you just want to give it away, like why not build some wealth? This is the time to do it. And I want to break it down. It's interesting. The Kauffman Foundation did a... Uh, 2009 study during the last recession, which I'll talk about more about in a minute, uh, that found that more than half of the companies on the Fortune 500 list that year 
So more than half of the top 500 companies in America were launched during a recession or bear market. Think about that. More than half of America's biggest countries, top 500, excuse me, were launched during a recession or a bear market. This is not just a few outliers. This is very common. And why is that? Well, think about it. When people lose jobs, they're forced to innovate. When industries collapse, new industries are reborn and, and emerge. We're a very resilient species. We're very creative. When there are lots of problems, there are lots of problems to solve. So new concepts, new companies, new industries have come out of recessions. I want to just pull up a list of nine major companies for you that have come out of recessions and bear markets. 1890, let's go back to 1890, General Electric, GE, massive company, right? They started during an entire economic collapse in the U.S. when there was a run on the gold supply. In 1896, though, they had earned a spot as one of the original 12 companies on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, where it remains today 113 years later. Major economic collapse in the 1890s. General Electric is started. And just a few short later years later, it becomes one of the top companies on the Dow Jones 113 years ago. 100 longer than that. 130 years ago from this, from this taping, right? IBM, 1896. Same, same recession. <laughs> IBM is still around. Last week, we talked about why you need to innovate or die. IBM is one of those companies that needed to innovate because they weren't selling computers anymore. They became sort of like a, a technology company, uh, a software company, a platform company, and somehow they're still alive. 1896, IBM. General Motors, GM, 1908, Right? There was a major crash in 1907, so the year later, 1908, this company is born, and GM, although it has evolved and it has bought and sold companies throughout the year, is, the years is still in existence today. Disney. We can't go but two episodes without talking about Disney. We talked about Disney last year, or last week. So Disney was started technically... The Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio started in 1923, but they rebranded and reincorporated in 1929. 1929, the Great Depression in the middle of the greatest economic collapse of our country's history. 1929, Disney started. They're crushing it still today. Toll House Cookies, who doesn't love a good chocolate chip cookie? 1933, still coming out of the Great Depression. The, the, the stock market crashed in 1929, but the world was still basically flat in the early to mid-30s. Toll House Cookies got started. Did you know that um, Toll House Inn, that's where they got their name, is in Massachusetts, sold the recipe for their chocolate crunch cookies to Nestle in exchange for a lifetime supply of chocolate chips. <laughs> Side note. Burger King, 1953, the end of the Korean War, right? Inflation was a problem. Like, people were struggling the economy, but guess what? People still needed to eat. Burger King, Jacksonville, Florida, right? Started there. 
still going strong today. Microsoft, Bill Gates found, famously founded Microsoft in 1975 during a crazy time, crazy time, unemployment, inflation, gas prices were like crazy high. Like literally my dad and I were talking about this. He remembers gas rationing at the, the gas stations where you'd have to just get a little bit of gas and they would say we're out of gas and they put a sign on the last car that would be able to get gas. Microsoft was started then. Talk about a company that's innovated as well. CNN, Cable News Network, 1980, right? This is a crazy, crazy time. Cold War's happening. Like, I can't even believe CNN is that old. 24-hour news channel. People, this is a crazy idea. Apple. Got started technically the same year that Microsoft did in 1975 in a recession. But let's go to 2001 when Apple reinvented itself, which we talked about last week, right? Apple reinvented itself in the middle of a massive economic downturn after the dot-com bubble, right? And you think tech companies would go out and they, that's when they blew up. That's when they innovated and stepped up and said iPod, iTunes, which just changed everything, which we talked about last week. And then eventually a few years later, iPad and iPhone and the list goes on. These are all just a few of the major companies that got their start during awful, awful economic times. Now, I am another example of a business that was started in the recession. I'm not nearly as big as these companies, so it's a much more realistic, smaller example. But if you've heard my story, I moved to Florida with my wife, my pregnant wife, seven months pregnant, in the spring of 2009. And we were in the middle of the recession. I actually got a job after 50 interviews, got a job down here. But five months later, the company ran out of money, as a lot of companies are right now, and they had to let me go. And so I was out of work, and I was living off of savings, and I was trying to do some freelance work, and that was in the season when I started to blog and shoot some YouTube videos in January of 2010. I started blogging in fall of 2009, started doing YouTube videos in January 2010, and it was the beginning of me creating content, building an audience, didn't know what I was doing, didn't know that it was becoming a digital information product business, <clears throat> but I learned how to monetize it. It was awful. I didn't make much money in the first year or two, but started to turn it into a steady income stream. First, it was 500 bucks a month, and it was 1,000 bucks a month. In the middle of year two, I think it was 2,000 bucks a month, um, which I thought was incredible. Uh, and then it just really started to snowball from there as I really started to hit my stride and started to find my rhythm and started to create some products that connected. I think my first four products were like okay, and my fifth and sixth product really became big wins for me. And so I started my, my business in the recession of 2009, and less than 10 years later, I became a millionaire. That's crazy. That's what happens in recessions. So many people in recent years have said, um, man, you're so lucky you started back then. Yeah, but I started doing something that nobody thought would work. Certainly not me. I didn't think it would work. My family didn't know what I was doing. How was that going to make money is what my in-laws, my great, my my wife's grandparents used to always ask me, how's that going to make money? Dude, I don't know. But people love it. They love the free stuff. So I'll find a way, right? The point isn't to say, oh yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Well, dude, you, you're here right now. We we are, we. it's 09 all over again. It's 08, 09 all over again. Here's your chance. Here's your chance. There, And, and we're going to talk about three specific things that you should be thinking about doing during these next six, 12, 18 months 
of economic downturn, however long the economy is down, even if we get back to work and you're able to work again, like the economy is going to be super down for a while. This is the time to build your business. This is the time, if you have started it, to really go all in. If you're just playing, to stop playing and to get serious, this is the time, if you've never started, to stop saying, I wonder if there's something to this passive income online business thing. Yeah, there is. Start it now because no one else will. Everyone else is afraid, as they should be. This is human nature. They're afraid. What do we do in fear? We hoard. We hold on tight, right? I mean, we should be saving money. You should be holding on to your money. We talked about that last week. That's not what I'm saying. But they become so afraid that we don't want to start anything new. We don't want to take any chances. And we start to do the opposite of what we should do. We do the opposite of what we should do. We should, when everything is falling apart, when ship hits the fan, as my wife and I say, we need to start stepping out. We need to start building something because I promise you five years from now, people are going to look back at the people that started online businesses right now and be like, oh, you're just lucky that you started back then. No, you're not. I'm no luckier than you. I just did something when you didn't. Okay. Now is the time to get in so that in the next decade, you build wealth, you build an income stream, you build a legacy. You might become a millionaire. It's actually not that hard when you get your online business going. So this is the time. So three things for you. Okay. Three things I want you to be thinking of. And let me preface this again. I've thought long and hard about these last couple of episodes. I'm kind of going in hard on you. I'm really fired up right now. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to liken myself to a preacher, but I'm like the preacher is saying like, dude, this is the time to get serious. I don't want to coddle you. I don't want to like, just like, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, I want to tell you what you need to know to not only survive this downturn because you will, you're smart, you're resilient, cut back on your spending, save as much as you can. The government is stepping up in the U.S. at least to help some people. If you need help, ask, but we're going to get through this. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. I've got family members and friends that have lost jobs, and I'm not making light of their situation or your situation, but I am a long-term thinker, and man, I want you to look around and say, this is like, in five years, it's still going to be a good time to be making an online business, and I'm going to still be teaching you online business, but it's not going to be prime time. Like now is prime time. Like this is going to be the best time I could ever ask for for you to start or grow your online business. So I'm I'm going full throttle to try to advance this cause for you because I believe in it so much. I believe that you will thank me, not that you need to. I don't care if you give me any credit, but you would thank me if you thought of it in five years, if you start your online business now, because it can make you fabulously wealthy and fabulously secure and free. You're going to be so glad you started or really went all in on your business during this season. So there's three things to to become a millionaire, to become wealthy in the next decade. There's three things people should be doing right now, and they're doing them. People are doing them, and they will do them. I'm doing them. I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking to myself here too. Will you join us is what I'm asking you. Okay, number one, and this applies to your online business. Now is the time to build your audience. Build it like you've never built it before. Don't play games. Don't just upload a video here or there. Don't just say like, well, I got my blog. 
I got, you know, um, a couple of videos. I got my website up. I did a few podcast episodes. Dude, you have time. If you're stuck at home, if you're quarantined, if you're off work, you've got time to go all in. And I talked about this on my YouTube live a couple of weeks ago. The number one thing current online business owners need to be doing to secure their business, to make sure it survives, is the same thing that you should be doing if you're starting, and that is to show up more than ever before. Everybody's at home online. They're consuming content. They should be consuming yours. And you, if you're doing one video a week, do two. If you're doing two, do three. If you're doing videos and no podcast, add a podcast. If you're not blogging, blog. Whatever, do it all. You don't have to do it. I'm not trying to put a burden on you, but if you have extra time, and I know most of you do, now is the time to go all in. If only for a season, if only for six weeks, go all in. Show up everywhere you can imagine that you feel comfortable showing up where you can help your audience. Even if your audience is one person right now, help that person. Find other people like that person. Serve that person so well that they tell other persons like that person and they bring them in. That's how this all works, by the way. It's not Facebook ads. It's not the algorithm. It's good old-fashioned word of mouth. If you serve people and create incredible content that's life-changing, helpful, fun, inspiring, motivational, nuanced, clear, relevant, empowering, what do people do when they consume that, that freaking love it? They share it. We're in a sharing economy. Everything is connected. People can click share. They can post it to their social. They can email it out. They can, whatever. It's all shareable. The way people find me is people sharing things, right? That's the number one way. That's the fastest way to grow. Make freaking awesome stuff that helps that one, two, three people that you have so that they tell other people. And it spreads like this stupid virus, only it will spread faster. So build your audience. Make more content. If you have products, show up for your, your paid students in ways that you haven't before. Engage more in the comments and engage more with your audience. Don't just do one-way content, but listen and pay more attention than ever before to what they're saying, to learn what they need right now. Your people's needs might have changed. A lot of my people's needs have changed, right? From one day to the next, their economic situation has changed. I'm, I'm having to make more content, even on basic personal finance stuff, because it's even more relevant now than ever right? So listen to your audience and adapt to what they need and give them what they need. Your content will then become more relevant. It'll give you content ideas. It'll be fun. Like go all in with your online presence. And I'm thinking primarily of content. Social media is fine. If you want to show up there, that's a great place too, but evergreen content, YouTube, podcast, written articles. These are the things that will last into the future, into per in perpetuity. These are the things that are searchable, right? Instagram's not searchable. Facebook is not very searchable. So those are fine to do in addition as well. But man, create permanent content that five years from now is still gonna show up in a search result and help your business. It'll help them now and help you now, and it'll help them and you in the future. So go all in and show up like never before. Do stuff that doesn't scale right now right? Like just do stuff that, that, that you know you can't keep up with on a regular basis. That's fine. Now is the time to show up more than ever. And the reason why this is going to work for you is because if you show up and start serving and talking to your people more than you ever have before, it's going to create more credibility, more authority, more trust, 
with your audience. And those things are powerful. That's going to build your base for when you launch a product or reopen a product or continue to grow in the future. Get your loyal few in now. People are, your their attentions are, 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 are waiting for you. Like you have so much attention like you've never had before because people are home. They're not trying to fit in your content in between work. They're at home. They're, they're, they're looking at the news and seeing awful news. They're depressed. They're discouraged. Be positive. Show up and add value to their lives in your topic or niche. More than ever before, build your audience. Even if you don't have something to sell right now, even if you don't have something to sell right now, building your audience. Your audience is the asset for you. Your people are your asset. There's something I've been saying for, for years now. Without an audience, nothing's possible. Nothing. But with an audience, anything is possible. Anything. You can sell them coaching. You can sell them a course. You can sell them memberships. You can sell them group coaching. You can do paid webinars. You can do a live event one day if they ever let us leave our house. You know what I'm saying? Like You can sell those things if you have an audience. If you don't have an audience, none of your content matters. None of your products matter. None of your sweet offers matter. None of your sales copy matters. You need an audience. So this is the time to go all in. Use the jumpstart, the 30-day online income jumpstart guide that I talked about at the beginning of the show, grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Download that and follow through. If you pay attention to that guide, what's it going to tell you to do? It's going to tell you how to build an audience, what to do with that audience, how to turn that into a digital product, how to monetize that audience. It's going to walk you through all of that. In a nutshell, that's what you need to be going all in on right now. Even if you are financially okay, like you're going to make it, even if you don't need like money right now, although we could all use some extra, this could be a season, even if you don't sell anything online is what I'm saying, this could be a season where you build your email list, you build your audience, your subscriber base, so that when this whole thing turns, and it will, when this virus slows down, and it will, when the economy reopens, and it will, when the economy rebounds, and it will, because it always does, when it does, you will have a captive audience who's ready to follow you into this next decade. If you don't, if you just take this next season and cry and complain and play the victim and 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 hoard resources like toilet paper and just cower in fear without any hope or long-term view of the future, you are going to be the one that misses out. You will be dooming yourself. Again, we as humans behaviorally do the wrong thing at the wrong time. This is the time to be proactive and future thinking, to be building new things. This is not the time to be cowering in fear, saying, oh, the, the sky's falling, it's the end. It's not, it's not the end. They said that in 2008 and 2009. It'll never be the same. Stock market will never come back. Business will never come back. It'll never be good again. And then we just had a de- the best decade of of prosperity this country and this world has ever known. That's what we talked about last week. It, it happened in 2001. That's the end. It happened in 9-11. We'll never fly in airplanes again. Right? The Great Depression that my grandparents lived through, which was devastating. Like, it, it hurt for a long time because it was so bad for a long time. And so many industries and businesses were lost and fortunes were lost. It was bad. But guess what? 
decade later, they were doing really, really well. Some of the biggest booms happened after the Great Depression. It's cyclical, friend. It goes up and down. It always will. It always will. That's the way this world works, for better or for worse. So I'm just telling you, the past tells us what the future is going to be. It's going to look different. I don't know what the next recession is going to look like, when it's going to come, but it's going to come. After a season of prosperity, which will come after this recession, it's going to come. So build your audience now, show up now, so that you have built an asset that you can cash in on in years to come. I'm doing it. I'm all in on growing my audiences, both of them. All in on adding value. All in on loving on my people. All in on speaking up and showing up. I'm not going to cower. I'm going to go even harder. Show up, build your audience. That's the first thing you could do in this recession to become a millionaire because your online business is going to be the greatest wealth platform for you moving forward. And it's the one that you have the most control over. It's my favorite way of building wealth is to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, and more specifically to be an online business owner. It's the, gra- it's the greatest mechanism for wealth that I've ever seen. It's direct to consumer. It's direct to serving the people you care about the most. It's, it's beautiful. And it has very few outside impacting factors. I don't want to ever say that I'm ever in control fully of anything because I know well and good that I'm not. I've lost my job twice. I've lived through recessions. I've seen economies come and go, and I'm not even that old. And so I'm going to see more. But I'm telling you, you have a lot more control when you have an online business. I'm going all in on that, on both of mine. Number two, if you have any extra money, (laughs) and I know this sounds like a crazy time, but if you have any extra money, now's the time to buy stocks. Now is the time to buy stocks. Um, stock market crashed. It's certainly not the, the worst one we've ever seen, but it is, is way off its peak. The stock market is on sale, my friend. If you've ever wanted to build wealth in the stock market, and it's, it's one of the, the two escalators to wealth, as people say, right? I've heard David Bach call it the escalator to wealth. Stock market, it, it be, meaning you, you just get on it and it goes up. Always has, always will. Now, it goes up and down, but it's also going up. I've heard Rick Edelman say the stock market is like a boy walking up the stairs playing with a yo-yo. Too many people focus on the yo-yo. It goes up and down. Like, oh my gosh, it's down. It's up. It's down. And not enough people focus on the boy holding the yo-yo who's still going up the stairs. No matter where that yo-yo is, up or down, it's still always over time going up. Just look, pull up any chart of the S&P 500 or any chart of the Dow Jones Industrial Average or, or your own country's stock market. Most countries, it only has gone up in the last hundred years. It, it's what it does for a lot of reasons. Companies innovate. Inflation alone helps. It's just, it's just the way it is, my friend. It is an escalator to wealth. You don't have to pick stocks to make money. In fact, no one makes money picking stocks. The brightest and the best of us continually cannot time the market or beat the market consistently. The way I invest in stocks, and I've talked about it episodes ago, is I buy and hold index funds, stock index funds. So an index fund is a basket of stocks. Instead of saying, I think Disney will do well, I think Apple will do well. 
I think Facebook will do well. I think Home Depot will do well. I don't know. Maybe they will. But what if they don't, right? I don't want to bet on any one of them. I'd rather own all of them. So you buy a basket of a bunch of companies so that if some do well, great. And if some do poorly, fine. You've got other ones. You've got winners, winners and losers. And so what you can do is buy the average that the stock market gives you. And on average, the stock market has done well over 10% a year when you average it out, including all the ups and downs, including the Great Depression, including all the crashes, right? And all the recessions. Now, it doesn't look like 10%. It doesn't look like a straight line. Again, it looks like this. And it's a crazy roller coaster. But as Dave Ramsey says, the only people who get hurt on a roller coaster are when you jump off. So don't jump off. Just get on and stay on. It's an escalator to wealth. So I wouldn't buy individual stocks. I certainly don't. I mean, you can play with some for fun. And I, I, I had helped my daughter buy a share of Disney stock last year to teach her how stocks work so she can track it. But long-term, she's going to invest the bulk of her money when she becomes an adult, as I'm teaching her, into index funds. So you can buy an S&P 500 index fund or a total stock market index fund. So the S&P 500, if you've ever heard of that, is just the list of the 500 biggest companies on the stock market, stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange. And it includes Facebook and Amazon and ExxonMobil and Home Depot and pharmaceutical companies and hotels and hospitals and Southwest Airlines. I mean, like a bunch of companies, all the companies you know, right? Restaurants, like it includes those. And they're all down right now. They're all on sale right now. A year ago, people were like, dude, I wish I bought Amazon stock back in... Buy it now, sucker. Buy them all now. Everything's down. If you just buy, if you have a hundred bucks, buy a hundred dollars worth of the an, any S and P five hundred fund at your local bank or investment account. Like I, I do all my investing primarily at Vanguard.com. They're great, low low fees. Fidelity.com, another great option. I invest at USAA.com. They all sell these these index funds. Buy them and put as much money as you can in them because they're going to be worth a lot more in a few years. Again, don't buy individual stocks, but buy index funds if you can. They will be higher later. Everything is on sale right now. It's all 30% off, right? Like if everyone told you that, I don't know, I was going to say iPhones are 30% off. You probably go buy a new iPhone, but what do you need lots of? Hmm. Right now, people need lots of toilet paper or they think they do. But you know, we buy everything in bulk on sale if it's on sale. We run out to buy stuff if it's on sale. If cars are all 30% off, we'd buy a car. Stocks are 30% off right now. Now's the time to buy, not when they're at their peak. Again, another great phrase Warren Buffett has is, you should be fearful when people are greedy and greedy when people are fearful. And what he's saying is, again, behavioral psychology tells us that people do the opposite of what they should do because we're not logical and rational. I know we wish, we like to say we are, we like to think we're logical, rational beings, but when it comes to investing and when it comes to money, we're behavioral, we're emotional. So we have, a, there's a lot of behaviors that affect our investing. One of them is loss aversion. So what you're seeing with the stock market, for example, is when it when there's fears because of the, the pandemic and the stock market goes down a little bit, people go, crap, it's gonna go down further. I need to sell now before I lose any more money. I was talking to a friend the other day who just sold hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stocks because they were going down. And his reasoning was, I don't want them to go down any further, but he's selling them when they're going down. He should be, whole, he should be buying more. 
He should be buying more right now or at least holding what he has. You don't sell. That's the thing is people get fearful and that's the time you should be greedy as Warren Buffett says and you should be buying up more stocks because they're on sale. Whereas last fall, last summer, the last three years, people have been like, this is the best stock market in history, the longest bull market in history. This is incredible. And while I buy stocks every month of every year, no matter what the economy is doing, I wasn't going all in and saying, I got extra money, I'm going to buy even more stocks because I could tell like everything is super expensive right now. Like when everyone's saying it can't get any better and this is amazing and it's always going to go up and up and up, that's when you want to be like fearful and hmm, things are about to bust. They're about to pop. And that's usually what happens. And here it is. We didn't think it would be the coronavirus, but here we are. So stocks, they're going to go up. They're going to go down. If you have a retirement account, this is where most Americans invest in stocks and bonds in a retirement account. This is what I want you to do is I want to st- you just stuff as much as you can into a retirement account. Now, that may not be on your list of priorities right now. I understand that. Right now, if you don't have cash, if you hadn't saved money, if you were just trying to like pay the bills, you might not be thinking about investing. But you need to. At some point, you need to. It's going to be a great opportunity to buy stocks for a while, I'm assuming, because people are slow to be optimistic. and We're very quick to be fearful and pessimistic. But if you want to build wealth long-term, any amount of money that you can put into your retirement account or into your 401k or IRA or 403b or thrift savings plan or what Roth IRA or just into some brokerage account and buy stock index funds right now, an S&P 500 fund or a total stock market index fund right now, man, you are buying stocks on sale. And when they boom again, and they will, your shares will be worth a lot more. You will be getting more than that 10% average when they go way back up because they're down 30% from their all-time high. And even if it takes five years to get back to their all-time high, you will make that money by doing literally nothing, just by owning them and having bought at a good time. And third way to become a millionaire in a recession, my friend, is to buy real estate. If the stock market thing depressed you, this one might depress you more. But I know a lot of you, I've talked to some of you, um, were thinking about buying a house. You were thinking about buying a house and then everything's like, whoa, what do we do now? Well, if you were thinking about buying a house, I wouldn't right now right now, um, because you probably, A, need that money for something else, but B, I think the real estate market's going to go next, right? Everything is connected. So with stock market down, a lot of people have lost a lot of their wealth temporarily, at least on paper, and they were going to cash out some of those stocks probably for down payments on houses or second homes or investment properties or whatever. And they don't have that money right now, so they're waiting for their stocks to come back. So there's fewer people buying, or there will be fewer people buying, for that reason, there'll be fewer people buying because they've lost their job. There will be fewer people to qualify for mortgages. Even though rates are at an all-time low, it's a great time to take out a mortgage compared to any other time in the history of the world. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be it's gonna be a domino effect. So then new construction will slow down. There won't be as many people buying because that's always at the peak of the market, the most expensive product, right? Is, is a new home. Those will slow down and their prices will have to drop a bit. And then resell homes will have to drop a bit to compete with the new sales. And, and, and it's all going to affect each other. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be the same as 2008 or 2007, 2008, when the whole real estate market collapsed. Very different. That was because we were over leveraged. That was a true economic crisis because we were doing stupid stuff with money. This is not a true economic crisis in the sense of us doing stupid stuff with money. All business has just been shut down. So the brakes have been pumped in the economy. So 
That's what's affecting things. But once the businesses are opened back up, yes, some industries are going to be in the hole for a while longer and will take longer to climb out. I'm thinking specifically the travel and airline industry, but people will have money again and people will be fine. We weren't, aren't nearly as leveraged as we were a decade ago, but still it's going to soften the housing market. So what that means is if you're a renter, dude, the next two years, probably a year from now, next year to two years, is going to be a great time to buy a house, your first house, because houses are going to come down. They're going to be on sale because right now houses are at all time highs. They're just way too expensive, right? Um, so they're going to come down. If you've ever been wanting to invest in real estate for a second property, now is going to be the time to do that, right? Houses and prices are going to come down, especially vacation properties, beach properties. They're all going to come down because the market for them is going to dry up. So they're going to have to come down. The market will correct. So be a great time to buy an investment property. And look, if you don't even have the money to do that, here's something you could do right now if you are a homeowner, refinance your home. If you have an income still and you can qualify, now is the best time to refinance your home because interest rates have plummeted because the Federal Reserve has cut their rates. So maybe you're paying four or 5%, which is already a historically low rate. You might be able to get a mortgage for 3% or less. That could save you a few hundred bucks a month on the same house in interest payments that you could use to then save and invest in stocks or anything. Like it's free money. So it might be worth talking to your bank or your mortgage lender to see if you can refinance because that'll save you money right now. And maybe again, you're not in the market to buy anything new or don't want to buy anything, but you can still save money on your current real estate. Dude, right now, and we're at the beginning of this. So Keep an eye out on the stock market. Keep an eye out on the housing market. Build your online business because, my friend, the next six to 18 months are going to be a prime time to position yourself to become a millionaire in the next decade or, or less. At the very least, to position yourself to change your family tree financially. It's always a game of surviving and thinking about your future. Right now, people are all about survival mode. A few months ago, they were all about living it up. As a culture, that's what we were. We talked about that last week with the airline industry and many other businesses that are all of a sudden having to go bankrupt when they've had a decade of billion-dollar-year profits. Like, Where did that money go? They were living it up. Okay? We have a problem as a culture, at least in America, of not thinking long-term. I get it. Long-term thinking is hard, but it is essential to wealth building. It is essential to success as a business owner. The best CEOs, entrepreneurs, the best anyone that you've ever looked up to that's on Success Magazine or whatever, they're long-term thinkers. They don't, they don't play for the short-term they do what they have to do in the short term, but they're always thinking long term. And so in good economic times, at best, our country just spends all their money. In bad economic times, at best, our country hoards everything they have. Neither of those lead to prosperity. They just maintain whatever you have. And that's what we're really good at as a country is just Spending whatever we have. If we have money, we spend it. If we don't, we don't. Nowhere in there are we wealth building. 
You should be focusing on wealth building always, but you know what? Now is gonna be the best time in the last 10 years you could ever, ever, ever build a business, become an investor in stocks or real estate than ever before. And I want you to think about those things, even if all you have is $50 and a YouTube channel, right? If you're like, Graham, I don't have a job. Graham, I can't refinance my home. Graham, I can't buy a rental property. Graham, I can't invest in stocks. Graham, I have nothing. Okay. If you have nothing and you're trying to survive, here's what you can do. You can start your online business today for virtually nothing. Download my 30-day online income jumpstart. Go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Okay. You download that. You follow that. And what do you do? You get on YouTube. Huh, that's free. You get on Facebook if you want. That's free. You start a blog. That's free. You start a podcast. That's virtually free. And you start showing up. You start the groundwork for your online business, which is content. It is audience building. You commit to that. Even though you don't see dollar signs just yet, you are building an asset. You're building something that will turn into a financial asset eventually. Trust me, the money is in the list. The money is in your audience. It's not in your products. It's not in your fancy funnel. It's not in your Facebook ad campaign. It is in your people. It is in your audience. Cultivate that audience now. That costs you nothing, and you got nothing but time. Two, if all you have is 50 bucks, buy some stocks. Why not? Train yourself to get into the habit of putting something into your retirement account, into an investment account. Can you put 50 bucks a month into it? Find a way. Find a way to put 50 bucks a month into your account and buy an S&P 500 index fund or buy a total stock market index fund or buy a balanced index fund. It's going to be 60-40 or 50-50 stocks and bonds index, right? Even 50 bucks a month. Train yourself to get into the habit so that when money does come back for you, and it will, you already have it set up and you can just increase the amount of money that goes into it. See what I'm saying? Become a saver, become an investor, build your online business now because recessions create millionaires. They always have, they always will. All right, two things. One, download the guide, 30-day online income jumpstart. It will walk you step-by-step through a four-week plan to go from no audience, no idea, no business to making money in 30 days. It's free. Go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're watching on YouTube, the link is below. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment. What do you think about all this craziness? Can you think of any other businesses? Do you know of any other businesses that were started in recessions? This is the time to build your business, my friend. Let me know your thoughts on it below in a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave me a review. Let me know if this is helpful, if this has been eye-opening to you. Hey, let me know if you disagree with me. That's fine too. But I'm for you. I'm for you thinking long-term. I'm for you coming out of this stronger. I want you to survive now, yes, but I want you to build a foundation for wealth and prosperity and success in the future when this all turns around because newsflash, it will. It always does. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'll see you on another episode real soon.